0: New York City Comic Con coming to a close today with big news. An iconic actor is reprising his role for Spider-Man. And Andy Samberg is doing what to superheroes? All of this and so much more on The Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directives. Get plugged in.
1: You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that?
0: <coughs> even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. May Quest, for- Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you?
1: Are you like a crazy person?
0: Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. <laughs> And welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 59 with only a quarter, Woo! only a quarter of the year. Uh, that is the gift that keeps on giving left 2020. That's right. 2020 is, is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, what more have we received this year? Furry venomous caterpillars what? That, that look like little toupees gone bad are invading Virginia and residents are being warned to watch out. Okay. That are deadly caterpillars. Oh, this is Deadpool.
1: And I'm the Trash Panda.
0: Kind of skipped over that there a little yeah, bit. I just I was got to say. <laughs> too much into the, the craziness. No, no. I mean, thank you, 2020. Like, what would we do with a normal month, right? I I think that would be strange. If we actually had one normal yeah. month in 2020, then we'd freak out. Yep. I think the way the year is going, uh, it's just, we, we just kind of take it in stride now. It is what it is. Oh, another uh, national worldwide tragedy happening, um, which actually is our national election in America right now, and the debate's going on that's really a national you know what? tragedy we're we not
1: talking about politics i'm sorry no, we're, we're just going to leave politics at the door because <laughs> uh, i'm sorry we're going to upset somebody by saying anything like um racism is bad
0: somebody will take that out of context yeah apparently so i
1: i'm not and that's not political obviously and that will be taken out of context (laughs) too so see this is this is just a no win situation we're gonna leave that at the door we're geeks we're gonna talk about geek stuff
0: we will oh but we do also touch on like mental health stuff which we we just passed like national worldwide mental health day there was a day i usually mental health month i think is may but there was a day we just passed um and i don't know i mean we talk about it a lot and we really try to encourage you a lot but if you're struggling with anything with Anxiety, depression, uh, mental illness, suicidal thoughts. But but you're you're making it. First off, just know that you are a warrior. If you are if you're pressing on in life with this, uh, it doesn't make you weak. Nope, by any means, it doesn't make you weak. The fact that you still get up and go to work and press on, it means you're a warrior. But but you don't have to fight alone. And I think that's the thing that we try to get you to understand more than anything is that if you're struggling, find somebody to talk to if you're struggling, reach out to a friend, a family member. Uh, and again, we've given you resources where you can talk to somebody online. Chatnow.com uh, is a place where you can talk to someone anonymously. They're going to be there 24 seven to talk to you. Uh, and there's other resources like that where you can reach somebody, even if you want to message us and let us know. Mm-hmm. We'd love to be able to help you in your journey and your struggles, because again, we, we, we've gone through similar struggles and are going at times through similar struggles and, and want to offer that help to you because we all need that support. We all need that help. We all need that help. We all need that encouragement that sometimes we don't ask for, and I, I know if you're like me, you don't like to ask for help. If, if you're like me, you, you yes, want to, you want to you power don't through. I like know, to ask for I, help. But, but we we think it'll one, it'll inconvenience others. People don't want to hear our problems. But you know what? If they love you, if they care about you, they want to hear your problems.
1: And in fact, they get annoyed if you don't ask for help. Yeah. I'm just pointing that out right now because I get very annoyed at <laughs> Deadpool when he just carries on and then he breaks down, and then I'm like, really. Really? You could have asked Did for help not weeks ask ago. ask for help?
0: Exactly. So the people that love you will want to help you. And and again, you know what? Th- th- there's been a stigma attached to it. And, and some people still think there is, but you know what? With all the celebrities and stars and athletes that are coming out and saying, hey, I struggle with this too. You know what? Get help. Uh, I, I think it's starting to break that down because th- th- there has been, in this country, actually in England, it's more so than America, which which is kind of tough that there is more of a stigma attached to it. But um, it, it's starting to go away. You know what? Uh, people, there's going to be haters all the time. Negative voices are often going to be the loudest, but they're also the fewest in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just pay attention to the voices of the people that love you because they will help you. Uh, and that's my little thing on mental health awareness. Not quite day. We missed it by a little bit, but I want to touch on that because again, I I want people to know that that we are here, that there are organizations there and that they need to, they need to find someone to talk to It's the most important decision you will ever make in your life is is seeking out that help because you don't have to just keep surviving, which is what it feels like. You're just surviving life. That's not the way life is meant to be and it doesn't have to be. And just want something little, just start saying, Hey, you know what? It's not going to be like this forever. And if you can start with that and start saying that because it won't be. And that gives you that little bit of hope that, you know what? Life will not be like this forever.
1: And admitting I'm not okay. You know what? And somebody asks you, how are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. No, say I am not okay. You need to admit yourself. If you're not doing good, then you're not okay. Admit it. It's there's a, good. There's a admit. Sanctus
0: Real song that just came to mind. Most people won't even know who Sanctus Real is, but it's that, I'm not all right. I'm broken inside. And it's this that whole thing where, um, yeah, Sanctus yeah. Real back in the day, old yep. band. If you're, no, it, you, 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 know, you might know are. who they are. Most people probably won't. No. Um, and I did the song No Justice just then. Yes. Uh, but I, I gave it a, a good college effort eh, is what I okay. just did. But Trash Panda, you got to tell me what you are geeking out about because there's been some... Now, now, New York City Comic Con just took place over the mm-hmm. weekend. I think it's finishing today. Yeah. It is the 11th today. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's nothing really groundbreaking that came out of well, it, but there was still some some good stuff, right? Yeah, there well, was still some was good, good stuff. this was
1: the interesting thing because MCM, which is the main Comic Con over in England, and that one um, has linked up with uh, New York City Comic Con, which is the... Well, it's New York City Comic Con. It's not the biggest one in America, but it's a pretty big one. So they've kind of combined forces. And so there was some really interesting stuff that's come out from there. And the most interesting thing that has come out of New New York City Comic Con... Now,
0: is this like consensus or just your thought on the most interesting thing coming Um, out of New York?
1: I personally think if anybody disagrees with me, then tough luck because I'm right on this point. (laughs) Okay. Um, So the most interesting thing that came out of there was... um, What's his name? Ernest Klein uh, has released the synopsis for Ready Player Two. Oh,
0: I heard, but I, di- I didn't see what it was, though. I didn't actually read that story. Now, do you have that synopsis? I do. Oh. I
1: do, because uh, I think this is the most interesting thing, because I don't think there's a nerd or a geek out there who will disagree that the greatest um, science fiction, pop fantasy, culture pop culture book, book in history is... Is Ready Player One. Oh, it has to be. It has to I'm be. I'm sorry. I don't care what you think about your Snowpiercer or your Snowcrasher or the Wheel of Time or any of that, because it is not as good as Ready well, well, Player well, it's, One. It's
0: not pop culture. It doesn't meld no, it everything doesn't that we love into the book. It's not as which good as Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Sorry.
1: Uh, so, Ready Player Two. Uh, the synopsis is, are you ready? Days after winning Oasis founder James Halliday's contest, Wade Watts makes a discovery that changes everything. Wait, so this is
0: like immediately after, like immediately next days after. almost. okay. Yep.
1: Hidden within Halliday's vaults waiting for his heir to find lies a technological advancement that will once again change the world and make the Oasis a thousand times more wondrous... And addictive than even Wade dreamed impo- dreamed possible. It comes with a new riddle and a new quest and a last Easter egg from Halliday hinting at a mysterious prize. And an unexpected, impossibly powerful and dangerous new arrival awaits, one who will kill millions to get what he wants. Wade's life and the future of the Oasis are again at stake, but this time the fate of humanity also hangs in the balance. Lovingly nostalgic and wildly original, as only Ernest Cline can conceive it, Ready Player Two takes us on another imaginative run action-packed adventure through his beloved virtual universe and jolts us thrillingly into the future once again.
0: Okay so so does Wade even have to announce this to the world? Why would he even need to make this Well, I'm a sure thing? he does. I guess uh... Okay, I mean no no trust me like I, I'm I'm super so excited about this. So, Wade
1: owns well, he's a, he's a fifth of the owner, yeah, because he, sh- he, sh- he shared it with his friends. Yes, no, it's four, isn't it? Because, yeah, uh, Daito died. Daito died. Um, so he's uh, a quarter owner of the uh, the Oasis. So I guess there is a like Oasis 2.0 that's hidden within the vaults that he can release, um, but it can only be released with another Easter egg contest. Um, and there's another conglomerate, I guess, that's willing to literally kill, kill people
0: to try to get the yeah. secrets of it. But uh, now if it's making it that much more addictive, wasn't his whole thing, the, the disconnect trying to uh, uh, get people to not spend as much time in the Oasis? Well, I guess so. And so why would he then want to release something that would make it more addictive well, and pull more people that back into quite the game? Well,
1: possibly the reason, you know, what is behind all that. Or maybe he doesn't have a
0: choice. Maybe maybe it's on a time lock and it'll it'll release itself maybe. after a certain time.
1: Um, What we do know is now Wade being the owner of the Oasis and with Artemis H and Shaito, they now have unlimited powers within the Oasis. Oh, yeah. They're like super users, which is great. So they have unlimited um, use um, code back. I mean, they've got basically hands in everything. But is that going to make it so that they can't actually enter the contest? Because if you remember, um, Ogden Morrow could not enter the original Easter egg contest.
0: Yeah. Well, that was just based on a, a contract though with with uh yes Halliday. But
1: being the fact that they now own the company are they then subject to you can't be part of the contest i
0: don't know it's, it's out in just over a month i'm just going to grab that thing and gobble it up it, it just I, well i've I, already
1: pre-ordered it so we yeah. don't need to do that <laughs> but um, as far as i'm concerned that's probably the most interesting piece of news that came out of uh, new york city comic-con
0: no, that is pretty cool I, I do like that a lot um we'll, we'll touch on more i guess kind of as we go as we go through video games and movies and tv shows uh and, and we can really hit on some of those as we kind of press on a little bit of just randomly fun news to start with. Uh, so, Mr. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he is the first person in history to hit 200 million Instagram followers.
1: Wow! So go
0: the Rock. That kind of tops my 200 or so that I have uh, by a little <laughs> bit. So, so good job there, Dwayne. Um, you know, it's, it's been all my promotion of you that's gotten you there. You know, all my support of the mental health work that you do and and, and the good stuff. So, um, I, I do expect some some kickback, Mister Mister Rock, Miss Mister. Dwayne rock E person. Um, yeah, just send us some love. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, nice. and, and the internet gives us a lot of really cool things at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some things that we don't necessarily need. And actually, lots of things we don't need. Mm-hmm. One to me, now, we remember that iconic pose of Jeff Goldblum in, in Jurassic Park where he's injured and his shirt's ripped and hanging open and he's kind of reclined? Yeah. Well, he, 30 years later, he has now recreated that pose. So we have a 70-plus-year-old Jeff Goldblum recreating that shirtless ripped open pose although i have to say uh for for his age he is looking pretty good still like he's actually he's got a very good look uh actually he's only 67 he's not 70 i apologize but but there's still things you know i don't need to see shirtless 70 year old men that's not something that, that that you know is is uh does it for me so so Goldblum, I appreciate the efforts. I love, I love the, the you're getting us to remember he Jurassic. Was he doing
1: it on the set of the new Jurassic World uh, movie? Because I know he's in the next one.
0: No, he was just doing it to give fans a treat to help them remember to vote. Okay. That was it.
1: So vote because you can see a naked, shirtless naked picture Jeff Goldblum.
0: Of yeah, pretty much. Oh, Jeff. So, Internet, you bless us with the feud that is Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds on Twitter. And then you bring us this. So, you know what? It's kind of yeah, a give and a take kind of thing. Um, yeah, and I didn't mean, like, firstly, I know you talked about Ready Player One. It's more just the random news I've, yeah. I've come across this week <laughs> that I'm just like, why, why is this yeah. a thing? Why is this yeah. here?
1: Uh, and it, it is. And that's, I guess, okay. Yeah. I know Jurassic Park has been, well, not Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, World. Dominion's been pushed back now to To 2022. 2022. It's
0: like every good movie Uh. is now essentially a year back. Which means that all of our rentals and the movies we would normally be buying throughout... The- we you don't know, have any like, to buy. There's
1: nothing there. You know the reason that um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has been pushed back is because Black Widow has input into that moot thing, so they can't release it until about, yeah. Black Widow comes out. Because
0: there's that order of release that Marvel has to follow, because yeah. every movie and show feeds into the next one, and if, if they miss one, then it, it just kind of...
1: Which, talking about that, I don't know if you saw it, um, but uh, Spider-Man 3 which Sony and Marvel have finally agreed on and are saying is going to go ahead. Hmm. Um, They look like they're going to be following a um, storyline that was pretty popular in the comics for a little while. It was like one particular storyline, but in the comics um, they also released the fact that Spider-Man was Peter Parker and um, Iron Man actually convinced Peter to do it and to tell him that, you know, you tell everybody that you are Peter Parker and you are Spider-Man and Peter thinks it's a good idea because Iron Man tells him to do Tony Stark's a complete nincompoop when it comes to that sort of thing. <laughs> and yeah, so... he gets his house
0: blown up. Do you not remember that? When no, the... I know. Yeah, it, it's...
1: He's a donut. Um, well, anyway, May gets, um, May gets attacked. Uh, MJ gets attacked. Blah, 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 blah. Peter's like, this is really bad. What should I do? And actually he goes to Dr. Strange, who then uses um, the time stone to create this like temporal block. Which means that everybody knows, still knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker, but they can't link the two in real life. Okay. So it's like they know that that's... They still... They don't forget the fact that that was released, but they can't link the two things. So, like, he changes... The whole planet's brain chemistry <laughs>
0: well I, I think there was yeah there, there was a thing where where i know spider-man and dr strange worked together quite a bit back in some of the yeah. original comics there was a time he went to mephisto i think and tried to i can't remember if it was either save his marriage or bring back the death of either you know mary jane or uh um gwen, gwen stacy uh, i can't remember which was something like that and dr strange was always trying to get him to not do that because he's like, you don't mess with magic. You don't mess with stuff like this. uh, And he still went ahead and did it. And then all kinds of bad things happen, which might be the case in this as well, where yeah. he tries to change things and then it just is not going to work out. Well, so
1: apparently they are thinking along the lines of this, um, Dr. Strange actually helping Peter to get out of this like conundrum. He's in where now the whole world knows that he is Spider-Man. Orbital. And how does he,
0: Well, and Doctor Strange coming off now his Multiverse of Madness, which is when this movie will take place after, where we're getting Jamie Foxx reprising his role of Electro in the Spider-Man 3 as well. Yeah, he's coming back that now they're not sure if he's going to be playing the same, the exact same villain or if it will be a reprised role of something else. See, I didn't get
1: that because I didn't think Electro was really a villain. I mean, I just didn't like him as a villain because he just seemed too nice and it didn't seem like they made him evil enough to really be... Horrible. Well, it was
0: like Sandman uh, in uh, Spider-Man yeah. Man Three, where he was—you felt more sympathetic for the character than than you actually should have for a villain. But it, yeah, they had too many villains in that, anyways. Yeah, uh, really the same with Electro. You had Electro and Green Goblin. They kind of overloaded that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'd like. I don't know. It really opens the door though for that possibility of a Spider-Verse uh in this case, mm-hmm. where you have multiples of the same way they're doing with uh uh the Flash, where you're gonna have multiple versions of the character. Yeah. You'll have Zach uh Grant Grant Gustin's character with uh Levi. Uh who's the current Flash right now?
1: Oh yeah, the kid that's from um Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. I can't think of his name.
0: <laughs> Isn't it Levi? It's not
1: it might be. Hold on. Something. I'll look it up. You carry on. I'm sorry. looking it up.
0: Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. There we go. Uh, him. Yes. Uh, so so they're bringing multiple versions of that. It's a, a multiverse in DC. I, I, really, I really want to see a Spider-Verse in, in real life. I mean, now the movie was great. Don't get me wrong. That movie was fantastic. And they're making the second one with Miles Morales. But a real live action Spider-Verse would be so cool mm. to bring all these different variations of it together and, and Well they are
1: bringing silk now, you know, aren't they? Yeah. I've heard they're things bringing of silk, silk in and
0: and uh Spider Gwen you know we'd love to see that as well. But Silk, yeah, Silk's a character that I really enjoyed her comic arc. Uh what was it? Cindy Moon? Was that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the character that Silk and, and they, they had a really cool connection. But but they be, kind of became a love interest, though. Uh, Peter Parker and Silk. Um, it was more the closer they came in contact, they were almost drawn. Then at that point, like they, they'd some something with the the makeup of their superhero powers.
1: Well, that's frightening because female kinda, spiders eat male spiders. I don't think. Come on, Cindy Moon's nice. But if she's drawn to him and she doesn't know why, maybe she's well, not going to realize she's going to...
0: Oh, yeah. But in the comic as well, it was the, uh, I think, the amazing Spider-Man. Uh, sh- she was locked in this, essentially, bunker for a decade where she kind of grew up away from everybody and then it was released, she went out and she was all of a sudden this new Spider-Man woman type thing that was swinging hmm. around out there. Um, but it, w- it would be cool to see her character, f- you know, fleshed out a little bit and see what they can do with that because she, she was a really interesting character and they never yep. did much in the comics with her.
1: Um, I mean Disney have come out with a load of new stuff again they're talking about obviously there's going to be uh, the Eternals series which has obviously been pushed back again because Eternals the movie has been pushed back the TV series that's now going to accompany it is being pushed back also because obviously one is going to lead into the other. Yeah. Um, But on, um, apart from the fact that Mandalorian is coming out at the end of this month. Yes. And so is discovery season three, which is so exciting. Actually discovery season three, we have got less than a week, people you should have watched season one and which season two already preparing for Friday if you're in England and Thursday if you're in America.
0: Okay, hold on. I'm feeling we're really scattered here. So so what are we talking about? Are we gonna, gonna talk about
1: Disney and I was going to talk about Star Wars and that's why I got sidetracked with the Mandalorian. But obi-wan
0: all right so we're in tv shows now it's focused on a certain thing this is confusing me jumping all around I don't well it's like because
1: it. marvel and disney keep doing oh, do tv so show t- and movies yeah, together to... so it's kind of melding into one but obi-wan is now confirmed to start filming in march and it is going to take place between revenge of the, revenge of the sith and a new hope um but interestingly it's going to be right when the star wars rebels are doing a lot of their stuff so we're wondering especially as Sabine is showing up in um the Mandalorian yeah, season so 2 cool. I love the fact they're bringing um, her in is it now we're wondering whether we're actually going to see um some of the rebels turning up in Obi-Wan as well that
0: would be cool you know i got to say i now I, I know i love the mandalorian don't get me wrong Star Wars Discovery, fantastic! I think Star Trek, I, uh, Star Trek Discovery. I think I am most excited, though. I've been most excited about this Obi Wan spin-off with Ewan McGregor reprising that role. The, the the time frame that they're in, like you said, it, it overlaps with Star Wars Rebels. The people that you could see that has had now. I really, I just hope it's done well. I really, really hope they do it well because it just is such a neat time period. And again. I love McGregor's rendition of a a young... Well,
1: interestingly enough, I was reading an article about um, Ewan McGregor and how he he literally decided, look, if I'm going to play Alec Guinness, because Sir Alec Guinness was a phenomenal actor, and actually he said repetitively he thought the script was terrible and he really didn't like the part at all, but... He knew it was going to be massive. Yeah. So he wanted to be a part of it. Um, So (laughs) Ewan McGregor actually went back and watched all of his old movies, things like um, The Man in the White Suit and uh, Kind Hearts and Coronets. And he watched watched Alex Guinness in those things to kind of place, like, how do I play Obi-Wan as a young man? Mm -hmm. And now he's been rewatching and like watching older shirt movies, things like Bridge Over the River Kwai and Star Wars, obviously, to kind of see how he should like keep it on. So his whole Obi-Wan is based on Alec Guinness. He's never made it his own because he felt that Alec Guinness's Obi-Wan was the definitive. So he couldn't take away from that, which is really kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Think. I mean, I mean he's,
0: he's still, his personality will still have input into how oh, it's yeah. presented, but I, I like the fact that he's doing that. Now, I, I I apologize. I could not tell you one other Alec Guinness movie outside of Star Wars. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm Captain's sure. I, Paradise. Okay, I know. I'm sure I've seen them, but as far as placing him in movies, I, I have no clue. Uh, he's no, no one that I ever followed. He didn't really. You've hit... not
1: even heard of Bridge Over the River Kwai? Well, I've heard
0: of it. You'd never seen it. I think I've seen parts of it. And I know that was a famous movie, but it just, as far as the American audience, like what, as, when I'm growing up, Alec Guinness movies weren't a thing. Like that wasn't, not in my household, not my friend's household. Now I know I probably should have gone back and, and filled in those parts of my geekdom at some point. It just hasn't happened. And yeah, I just, I just got to move just forward gonna
1: keep and shaking my head at you,
0: but he did play great Obi-Wan. So we'll go with that.
1: It's <laughs> a <laughs> so good job, Mr. Sean. Guinness. And
0: I'm looking forward to McGregor. So again, it has me really excited about, about. Um, the prospects of what Carrying
1: on with um, uh, movie TV news in the comic book area. All right. Did you know that HBO Max has greenlit a Green, green Lantern. Lantern series?
0: <laughs> I saw you get hung up on the green and I knew right where you were going with that one. Yes, I did. Uh,
1: I'm not. I I think we're going to need to pull Deadpool out, to be quite honest. Why? Why? Um, Because HBO Max does things like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. So are we going to see a nude cussing blood gore filled Green Lantern? Not necessarily.
0: The Snyder Cut's gone to HBO Max. I mean, it's something where you've got, you know, things like that. This is where all the DC content is going now. Uh, We talked about this before, how the DC universe is getting shut down. But it's
1: frightening because I know what they usually have. I mean, everything they have is either highly pornographic or highly just bad in some area. Because, I mean, I'm sorry. I would not let my children sit down in front of Game of Thrones. No. It wouldn't happen. I mean, I can't think of a show that has been on HBO Max that I would be happy with my kids sitting down and watching. Can you?
0: Well, HBO Max encompasses, like, all of their online streaming stuff, so there's family-friendly stuff on there, too. Mm-hmm. There's cartoons on HBO. There's an HBO family channel that has all these family-friendly know. Friendly but
1: offerings. if you see the people who are writing it and what they've previously written... It still worries me. Okay, well, how about this?
0: Going to HBO Max. Suicide Squad spinoff, eight hour-long episodes written and directed by James Gunn.
1: I don't know if I like James Gunn being allowed that much freedom. I think we might end up getting a um, Jim Harmon. Is it Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon. No, well, look, he had the freedom with Guardians of the Galaxy. They were like, yeah, do no. what you want to do. No, he didn't, because they were told, you can do what you want to do, but it needs to come out as a 12 PG 13. But he did fantastic with it. Yeah, he did. But if he does not have those constraints, is he going to go mad like Dan Harmon did? Because let's face it, that last season of community was just bad. It wasn't
0: bad. It just was, it wasn't as good as what community was. No, because he didn't
1: have those constraints on him to go, right, you can't do this. You can do that. And he was able to be her, it was just so brilliant. It's because But you take those chains off of him and he's insane! No, you took the
0: Russo brothers away, and that's what happened.
1: No, because the Russo brothers weren't there for like some of the other seasons. I
0: know, but they, they were over the first couple of seasons. They set the tone, and then when once he was free of all of that, you know, red tape, he did, did kind of go off. But still, Gunn, you gotta be excited about that at least. I
1: like James Gunn. I'm excited to see what he does with the Suicide Squad, but anything going to HBO Max scares me
0: i know it's kind of the way i feel about Guardian. uh Guardian's so that's why Garcia. i said
1: we need deadpool because we might need him to you know go back in time and and just basically Sh- shoot people shoot people to okay. get rid of it because uh, like he did with himself before the green lantern nah. was shot
0: well like i was saying like how chronicles and Arnia went to netflix and really worried about them taking what is a fantastic story and, and turning it into well, something it's a christian that is, story yeah, yeah and turning it into adding stuff that shouldn't be there. I mean, it shouldn't be a part of that. So that's, let's I'm face worried. it, people.
1: If you did not realize that the Chronicles of Narnia and specifically the Line, the witch in the wardrobe was about Jesus, then you need to go and reread it because it's about Jesus. You don't need to mock people. Yeah, I know, but people don't realize that it's the
0: resurrection story. It's the yeah. sacrifice. Aslan, Jesus take, taking the, the place of, of us. So, yes. So, um, anyways, Yeah, the fact that Netflix has free reign of that as well and seeing some of their original offerings, that has me worried. I guess rightly so. HBO, uh, they are putting a lot of dark stuff, but they also have Doom Patrol, which is a comedy. And that's kind of kept a lighthearted nature. Yeah, but which we haven't
1: been able to watch yet because they won't allow it over here yet.
0: Well, it's on HBO Max. If you had HBO Max, you could watch it.
1: Yeah, but that's stupid.
0: <laughs> no, it's just another streaming service. No, and a it's not
1: another streaming we'll service have have. because you can't get it over here. You will not able to get it over here because we don't have HBO over here.
0: Oh, I thought we could sign up for HBO Max out here. No. Oh. So, so how,
1: how HBO are meaner faces who don't care are about the British faces. public.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's just a lot though. There's a a lot of things that are going to. I'm reserving HBO my Deadpool. Max. That you want to send Deadpool back in time and shoot people? That's not very nice.
1: Well, if they're going to mess it up and make it R rated, then yes, because the Green Lantern isn't R rated. I'm sorry. So
0: you want Deadpool to shoot James Gunn?
1: I said Green Lantern.
0: Well, I know, but uh, you said James Gunn might make it dark and bad.
1: No, I'm just going to make him go and smack James Gunn around the head and say, You need to keep it, PG 13. PG PG-13. okay. 13. PG
0: 13 okay. PG 13.
1: You got to add the 13 all the Avengers were 13. But I don't want comic I mean there is a place for darker comic books. I'm not saying there isn't and I've enjoyed some of those darker comic book movies Walking Dead. and things like that.
0: Very dark. I have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I
1: don't have a problem with that. But when it's something like the Green Lantern which is part of the Justice League and is something so positive and I'm sorry I liked the Ryan Reynolds green lantern movie it's not the most brilliant i'm not gonna lie about that but i enjoyed it and my kids can watch that yeah i don't want to take something that the kids can enjoy and say sorry you can't watch it because they've just thrown in a bunch of nudity sex and bestiality or whatever the heck they're going to put in next. And Ryan can't be that mad with that one. He met
0: Blake Lively there. right? Exactly. His current wife. So if that didn't happen, he's not married with the children that he has. So he's got to give some love to that. And again, to me, he, he just still made that watchable. He made it entertaining. But that's the
1: only reason it is watchable is the fact it's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah.
0: Like like when in the opening scene, he's leaving the girl in his, in his house and he's running off to do the, the, the flight test. He's like, and there's uh, water in the tap, you know, just stuff <laughs> like that where he's just probably spitballing stuff and going off script and just ad-libbing. Uh, it's just hilarious. To I me. think that's that was fun. one of
1: the first times we saw Taika Waititi as well. Taika! Apart from what we did in The Shadows, obviously, because that was one of his first things, but yeah. We wouldn't have had so much Diker if we didn't have the Green Lantern. Exactly. So there's good reasons. There are, there are good things that I come just, out of that show. I d I don't want our rated yeah. Green Lantern. It's just bad. Yeah. I mean that,
0: that movie that mo- superhero movie was watchable. Stuff like the original Daredevil that just need to be burned and trashed and Electra <laughs> that need to be just stomped on a few times. Yeah, those things were terrible. Stop it. We need to put a, a poll a Twitter poll out there. You worse, can put any kind worse, of Twitter poll you movie. want. Green Lantern or Daredevil, Ben well, Affleck no, Daredevil.
1: That That isn't even fair because I'm sorry, the Green Lantern was a better movie. I'm just saying it's not as bad as everybody made it out to be. And I'm sorry, I'd rather see him as Daredevil than Batman again.
0: Yeah, because I just wouldn't watch the Daredevil. I want Batman to be good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he wasn't terrible. And I don't mind him reprising his role in the next one as well for a little bit in a... Because he is coming back though, isn't he, in this one as... With uh, Robert Pattinson, I think he's he's appearing in that one as well. So so they're having some weird crossovery stuff. I'm okay with that. I think it'll be kind of neat. Uh, Michael Keaton will be in that. So come on, there's gonna be some cool stuff with with what what DC is doing with that. But yeah, okay, we'll move away from movies that, that make Don't, you bitter and angry. Exactly. Uh, and uh, <laughs> how about some movies that make you happy, like James Bond and the next James Bond?
1: Did well, you did
0: you see Daniel Craig's uh, his? Uh, a little advice to the next person that picks up the mantle of Bond. No. Simple statement. He was on a talk show. Don't F it up. That that was it. He's like, I want to give some advice. And he's kind of, he looked into the camera. I want to give some advice to the, to the next Bond. And he sits there and looks at it. And then that, that's just the one thing he says. And he starts, then goes on to another topic with the, the talk show host. And um, so it's <laughs> just Daniel Craig being Daniel Craig. And just don't F it up.
1: That's all I can say. I'm sorry, dude. You did that after Casino Royale. He's not
0: writing. He's not directing. It's
1: not his fault.
0: The character, though, of the Bond that he brought to life is the best. So then don't tell the Bond
1: that he can't do it. Tell the directors and the screenwriters to stop doing that because it is them. And stop picking silly people who can't sing to do the Bond songs. (laughs) Adele's great. What's wrong with Adele? Adele did a lackluster song, and I'm sorry, Billie Eilish, No. She no. should not be allowed to do a song for Bond. I'm sorry. No. You
0: haven't heard it yet.
1: I have heard it. It sucks. Oh. Tell
0: me how you really feel, Trash Panda. I'm sorry.
1: It does. It sucks. I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of hers anyway. I don't think she's as talented as everybody's <gasps> making it out to be. Sorry, world. <laughs> but it's it's not good. There are so many better singers out there, and you could have had some brilliant people to go and do a really, you know, No.
0: And I, I understand what you mean as far as from the traditional Bond intro song, like what, what they expected. But even Chris
1: Cornell, when he did Casino Royale, um, that song was brilliant. It had the you know dunna, 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 dunna. It was brilliant. But then Adele, it was it was I a mean, little flat.
0: It was, I mean, over now her singing wasn't the problem. It, no. was, it was just the rise and fall of the song. The song just wasn't a good Bond intro no, song. No, and it
1: didn't it didn't do anything for her either All because right. there wasn't any height there wasn't any lows it was just very monotonous and i didn't like it but yeah,
0: and robert pattinson when you're you're the next james bond just don't f it up don't you dare (laughs) what is wrong with robert pattinson he played cedric diggory wonderfully perfect cedric diggory what's wrong with that did you have a problem with him as cedric diggory he was a wonderful character he helped harry potter out okay they were friends friendly at
1: least the only bit that was good was when he died
0: whatever Whatever you just don't like
1: Sparkly Boy from Twilight. Sparkles, Sir Sparks a lot. He is a good actor. He, well, he was he was an okay actor that has grown into a good actor. However, he is not Batman, and he definitely shouldn't be Bond.
0: Eh. Yeah, I have a problem seeing him as Bond. I have to admit, but but I, I still I want to give him the benefit of the doubt for Batman. Just I'm not giving him the hold, benefit hold of the doubt. Hold reserve all your thoughts and opinions until you watch the movie, because it could be a good movie, and then you're gonna be left eating your shoes. No, I'm not. Which which won't be very tasty, because they're shoes. I'm not gonna eat my shoes. I don't know why you'd eat them though, but they were the first thing I I'd saw just be like, when eh. I. Whatever. Eh. It's gonna be a good movie, and you're still gonna give it give it all this, you know crap just because you've been doing it the whole time
1: no because i'm big enough to actually say no actually that was a good enough movie or not All as right. the case may be <laughs> unlike right. you
0: when do i not do that if something's good i'll admit it if i don't like it i just say i don't like it
1: mm-hmm.
0: when have i done something and, and held to it even though it
1: was we're getting completely off the That's fine. Here. you know what <laughs> oh dear oh dear uh we're carrying on with movie news no, we're not. Why not?
0: Because we're going to go to Christmas news.
1: No, I've got movie <laughs> news. I've got one more piece of movie news, wait, what, apart from a couple we of were trailers.
0: We TV show news. How would we get to movie news? You're because done with it it's already? it's backwards
1: and forwards <laughs> because Disney broke everything. All right,
0: Christmas news. You can now buy a Monopoly edition of Elf for those that can't wait. And- what? <laughs>
1: That's just silly.
0: I, I I don't mind the elf part of it, but Monopoly, I had to give that thing up decades ago. I just got so sick and tired of six-hour Monopoly games with family that just b- melted my brain. I didn't like them anymore. I can't do Monopoly no. anymore. doesn't matter do you know what, what edition it is. you I don't think is. our
1: kids have ever played Monopoly they because, haven't, because we won't have we, it in
0: the house. We, we, we play the good games, Settlers of Catan yeah. and Carcassonne and Alhambra. We find uh, fun card games as well that, that are just good games. Like that, Five Crowns. Five Crowns and Wizard and, and just fun stuff stuff and yeah I, I, but Monopoly it's just it's too monotonous for me now it's yeah. just around the board and around the board and games can take forever and everybody always cheats when they're the banker and it, it doesn't
1: I never cheated as the banker I
0: always cheated as the banker what? <laughs> that's the only way I could either get the game over with or win is just wow mister I
1: never cheat at games that's
0: now I never cheated games now whatever mostly whatever well, mostly mostly <laughs> Games. But games that I say I don't cheat, I don't cheat. I'm just good at them.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, talking about cards, the great Del Moody. I just smoke boo! you. Boo! Just... I hate that game, <laughs> cards. Um, so I really the one of the card movies of sorts would go. It's a very tentative link here. Wow, it's terrible. Uh, segue. Now you see me. Terrible
0: segue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really love both. Now you see me, and hey, we're good. now you. Uh, we're really good. Now you see me. Two. two? Was yeah, it? anyway, I can't remember.
0: I think it was just Now You See Me too.
1: Yeah, I was thinking Now You See Me Again or something. Now <laughs> I See You. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, I mean, <laughs> there, there's the Four Horsemen have always had an opportunity to get another movie in there. And they're, they're fun movies. They're really good movies. And apparently the original director for Now You See Me... Uh, Louis Leterrier is possibly coming back for the third movie. The third ooh, movie has ooh. been confirmed, and we possibly have the first director back, which would be brilliant. Because I like them; they're like the Ocean's Eleven magic version. Because <laughs> yeah. you never know really what's happening, and not at the end you're like, "Wow, that's so cool how they did that." and it's no they're fun, fun and our kids love them. I mean they're good yeah. family movies as
0: well so they're movies that will really entice adults to watch and want to see them again but but they're, they're good enough and, and, and safe enough that you can bring and watching
1: Harry Potter be a bad magician in the second one is hilarious
0: that was funny that was really funny
1: because he's dumb <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't mean to knock Daniel Radcliffe in any way because he he really he's really focused on independent stuff. He's trying yeah. to stay away from that, but I'm just not a fan of what he's put out recently. Like it no. just hasn't hasn't been anything that he
1: doesn't he he's never been able to remove himself from Harry Potter. As far as I'm concerned, every time I see him, he doesn't change enough. What he's acting, I don't. I've never seen any of his stage stuff personally. I didn't go and see the horse one because I particularly didn't want to see him naked, but um. Yeah, I've just never seen him do anything that makes me not think Harry Potter.
0: Yeah. He just
1: doesn't he doesn't do anything different for me.
0: Yeah, cuz cuz some actors when they take on a different role, I mean they, they feel like a totally different person. Oh yeah. You see Johnny Depp in and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and then Johnny Depp as anything else, you, you don't connect those two people John together. Noble
1: in um the Return of the King as the um the Thingy of Gondor. Oh yeah, the, the Steward And of then of you watch him in um Fringe. And all I want to do is hug him and kiss him because he's so frail and just so sad at times and I just want to go and hug him. Yeah, and I told lovely. him actually that.
0: Yes, you did. And uh, he's
1: like, you can't because my wife's over there and she might get jealous. I'm like, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was back before social distancing. Yes, absolutely. So. Before so um, Actually, distancing. That, that, is, that is an underrated TV show. If, if you if you love the, the sci-fi geek mm. genre, Fringe was a great show. I mean, it was really, really well done. Not
1: safe for kids. I'd say... A, a bit scary. 15,
0: it's just a 16 bit scary,
1: up. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's brilliant. And it's the first time I actually saw Pacey from Dawson's Creek in, in a role something, you, yeah. and I was like...
0: <laughs> no, you saw him in Ocean's 11. Ocean's 12? No, 11. he was in Ocean 11, 11 yeah. for very
1: briefly, but I meant as something as in, else lead, than yeah. other than like the Skulls or Dawson's Creek Pacey. And it was the first time I saw him as something. He'd actually got this actual role, and he bit into it, and it was good. I was like, "Ha, huh, you you're not kid anymore you have you're an actual you know different actor you're an actual actor i think
0: fans of dawson's creek might take offense to the fact that you didn't consider but no, his role I don't on mean, that. Creek I mean as a when role. they're in
1: these like teeny bopper series is like that and everything else they it, it takes a while sometimes for those people to kind of break away i mean like hannah montana have you ever seen her do anything different that makes you not think hannah montana
0: well yeah, a little bit i mean not really well she does more singing now
1: well, I know, but <laughs> Miley Cyrus is still, you still think Hannah Montana. Well, but it, it's like but the, like Zac Efron did it. He pulled himself he pull away. away. He was high school musical. He was the Disney, you know, the, the Disney kid. And now, you know, he's able to do a, a wild range of different stuff. And you don't think, oh, high school musical. Even when they pull it in, like in basically. Well, same
0: with Timberlake. I've been really yeah. impressed with with the, his range and everything that he's oh, done. Yeah. But then you see all, all the stars of Party of Five, which are, are friends. They, they they can't haven't really now. Granted, like David Schwimmer, he's doing a lot of directing and stuff. But uh, Party of Five, none of those guys really. Nev Campbell did what Scream and those, but th- yeah. they could never really pull off and do anything on their own aside from that.
1: I do not. I uh, I think um, Chandler. I can't think of his name. Um, he did Perry, that, Matt yeah, LeBlanc. Matthew Perry. He did that show um, about on. the grieving. Yeah, the go on. It wasn't out. It only had one series, but it was so good. It was really
0: good. It was well done.
1: He really didn't play much different than Chandler. I've got to say he fits in his role very well. He's a Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson always plays Woody Harrelson, but it works. No, Ryan Reynolds he, always
0: plays Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I know, but Woody Harrelson
1: always finds a role where he will work. You know whether in you know Star Wars, know, Natural or... Born Killers
0: was weird, and he played he played I that sadistically.
1: That. Like he, I refused to watch that. But, but... I'm not saying he's not a great actor, but now if you watch most of his movies, whether it be Zombieland or you know Star Wars, whether it be Now You See Me, he always plays Woody Harrelson, oh, and it's bit. awesome.
0: I, th- I think he changes more than Ryan Reynolds. Oh We're, yeah. I, like there, there's at least a bit of a change where Ryan Reynolds is like, "Hey, this is me and I'm going to play this in everything and you're all going to love me." And, and and we do. And we do. We can't stop Did you see it. the
1: new Free Guy trailer oh by the gosh, way? My gosh, it looks so good. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about Free Guy. If you guys aren't still excited about Free Guy, which is now pushed back to what? Like spring or early summer is that when it's finally coming?
1: It's still on IMDb coming out this Christmas.
0: I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I, I think I heard rumors it's getting pushed back too that we're not getting anything new until like next year. No
1: Villanelle.
0: <laughs> I know. I know.
1: Oh, I like Villanelle. Sorry. Jodie Combs is amazing. Sorry. She's so sadistic. I know, but we it's just lovely. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> <sighs>
0: It's been tough, and like I was saying earlier on, that usually when, you know, at this time of the year, we are buying or renting all of those big summer blockbusters that we want to watch at home, there's just been nothing new, aside from Netflix TV shows, you know, and Netflix originals, what was the one that just came out we talked about it i think though yeah La holmes yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so, so like that so we, we have had some but i mm. mean we, we, we don't have that deluge of just awesomeness that's hitting us right now and we won't have that until next fall when finally all of the the coming up spring and summer releases get launched a year late yeah uh so it's just a yeah, it's just a weird time um yeah. And again, not to downplay yeah, yeah. any of the COVID stuff, but it's just, it's pushed everything back and it's made everything stop. But there are some that are starting to, oh, you just talked about it. Yeah. Starting to film in March was obi one. Okay. Yeah. Getting my TVs and movies all mixed up here.
1: Yeah. Netflix has actually got a new Christmas movie coming out at Christmas called Jingle Jangle that looks really good. And it's got Forrest Whitaker in it. And I haven't seen him do much since he was Saul Guerrero. Oh, yeah. In Ready Player One. Uh, no, one. Ready <laughs>
0: Player One. rogue one
1: um but yeah he plays a toy maker who has all of his uh best toys and his inventions stolen by the guy who was in um he i think he must have been an snl comedy alum uh he was in the third um no he was in the second uh, uh pitch perfect movie as the music producer and he was in that fire catch fire movie with john cena Oh he's yeah, yeah. the one who's like his second in command I can never remember his name anyway um, he's in it and he's the bad toy maker he keeps stealing all the designs from Forrest Whitaker okay. but it's like a musical it looks super cute just looks like a really good like Christmassy family fun movie trailers cool. on IMDB so if you get to go and have a look please do because it looks really good how,
0: how is that new Adam Sandler on Netflix that you just watched
1: oh Hubie Halloween yeah um yeah it's all right. It's kay. him basically reprising Billy Madison role. Okay. Because he's even got the kid going, I do your rules. And he's even okay. doing that funny, like, this is in this that he does in Billy Madison. Stop looking at me, swan. He's doing that the entire time.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so it's an older, grown-up Billy Madison.
1: Yeah, but his name is Hubie Dubois. Um. Hoobie Doobie Badoo, I don't know. He's oh, so dumb. Um, it's a cute Halloween movie. So it's worth not a watch.
0: If you, have only, no- if you have nothing else to do. Yeah, and I'm you're not going to say it's the best time. thing I've ever okay. seen in my
1: life. It's really not. Um, it's basically uh, Adam Sandler and his friends...
0: Which is every Adam Sandler movie.
1: But it's not as good as most of his good ones. Like
0: grown-ups and, and stuff yeah, like that.
1: When stuff he puts like that. Isn't, it's not as good as these good ones. It's, mm-hmm. it's worth a, a watch. Even nothing else just to watch Shaq put on a female's voice on the radio yeah, is quite weird. funny.
0: Well, I mean, it has what? Kevin James and Chris Rock and all the same guys. No, are Chris Rock. In... Oh, no, no Chris Rock in this one. But...
1: Uh, Rob Schneider. Um, who else?
0: Well, Kevin James was the sheriff I saw. The,
1: the, the guy who's always losing his hair in grown-ups. He was an SNL alum. He was in uh, Mingo. Oh, Tim Meadows. Yeah, Tim Meadows is in it. Um, the guy with the eye that goes sideways. I don't know
0: his name, but like from Waterboy, yeah, and he's, he's the in coach. He's all of them. He's in yeah. all
1: <laughs> That guy. Yeah. Well, he's they, in it. He's has
0: the whole cast. Everything. I'm sure David Spade was in it as well somewhere. No,
1: David Spade no, wasn't David in Spade this either? one. Yeah, oh. I was surprised because usually it's either David Spade and Rob Schneider, or it's one or the other. Or Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi is in it. He's okay. uh, actually okay. one of the main characters. It must um, be
0: so cool to make movies with your friends. So imagine like you, oh, you're yeah. a big actor and you go, "You know what? I got friends. Let's just make movies together from now on." And that's all he's doing is just like, "Hey, we're we're a big group of friends. Let's just
1: And you know, have fun and you together. know what's the funniest thing? Is that Adam Sandler's not stupid. He finds all the really hot women and goes, "Right, you're going to be my love interest or my wife or girlfriend? I mean, I'm sorry, Adam Sandler, in real life there's no way Salma Hayek would even look at you.
0: I don't know. I mean, you know what? It's more than just the appearance. Guys, guys, hey, we we don't want to give guys low self-esteem here. It's more than just your appearance. I'm not
1: saying for one minute it's not, but I mean because I am just going to say Samuel L. Jackson's not that hot of a guy, but (laughs) after the hitman's bodyguard, I could totally see him with Salma Hayek, but No, he's, he, he's just very clever that way. Um, I don't know who his wife is in reality, but I wonder what she thinks about, did you have to pick her?
0: Maybe it's Selma Hayek.
1: It's not. No, I know. No, because Selma Hayek's husband gets mad when she brings home more animals when she's away filming. Wow. She even pretended that she was having an affair once to cover for the fact that she picked up another animal while she was filming.
0: Wow! I'm serious. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so Mike, you're very odd.
1: Yes, you are.
0: But you're everything we never knew, we always needed and yeah. wanted. For those that can remember, Fools Rush In with Matthew Perry. Yeah, it's come full, full circle. Back to Matthew Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now staying on movies, really quick. Andy Samberg and Craig Robinson, Craig Robinson of The Office fame, we know Andy Samberg from Brooklyn Mm Nine-Nine, are bringing us the movie, the superhero movie that we haven't had yet. Right. They're bringing us a stoner superhero movie. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: (laughs) Do we really need that? I don't know, but it's it's, it's a genre part of superhero movies that we haven't gotten yet. So at least they're exploring something different. For so, us. like,
1: Harold and Kumar do superheroes.
0: Or like Pineapple Express, kind of, you know, and imagine them as superheroes saving I hope it's not
1: Pineapple Day. Express, because that would be <laughs> even more confusing. Well,
0: I, I, I don't know what direction they're going with this, uh, but they want to get together and start a, a superhero flick with a twist, um, with the premise that you can get unique powers after smoking a special weed. Kind of like the movie Powers on Netflix, where you take the pill, the drug, and then you get power. So this one, you smoke the special weed, and you get, apparently, some special powers that are more permanent, though.
1: Okie dokie. Yeah.
0: Again, it's an unexplored, unexplored vein of superherodom. Okay. So why why not explore it? I'm not saying that we should all smoke weed. That's by no means what I'm saying. Uh, But it's just uh, something that only Andy Samberg and... Craig Robinson could bring us. Yeah. Well, no, actually, Seth Rogen could as well, or James yes. Franco, yep. or a lot of people in the. Yep.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh dear.
1: Um. So. Directed
0: by Kevin Smith. Mm. That's. Awesome. Um. Just, I've got go some
1: ahead. game news. Okay. Are we all right to do that? And then, last of all, I've got my top ten for this week. Okay. Yeah.
0: You have uh, three and a half minutes.
1: Go. Okay. So, game news. uh, Destiny Two. Interesting. So the next season is due out next month in November. It's going to be called... um, Beyond Light. Beyond Light. And if you're a new player, you can do something called New Light at the moment, which will run you in straight away at uh, 7.50, isn't it?
0: Yeah, or higher and build you up really quick. Yeah, Yeah,
1: you basically build your character very quickly so that you can enjoy all the content. You're not kind of like, oh, I'm a noob and I've got no power and I can't play. So... What's interesting is that they're going to be changing new light for the new um, season. Okay. And uh, basically, you're going to be thrown in at the deep end with a guy named Sean Han. And he's going to take you around the Cosmodrome and basically show you how to do it. Sean Han? Sean Han. Oh, Sean. Sean Han. Sean Han. Um, Interestingly, the guy never takes his helmet off. And you think, well, that's a bit weird. You know, why does the guy not take his helmet off? Because apart from Shax and um, a few others, all of the, you know, our guardians basically remove their helmets. Yeah. They do. Um, But somebody has pointed something very interesting out that this guy is probably, because we know there's a character who most people don't really like very much at the moment. Okay but he's actually in the Cosmodrome. Ooh. So we're wondering if this guy is actually Sean, Sean
0: So Aldrin, is that who you think it is? Mm-hmm. Ooh, the Uldren guy.
1: Aldrin Sov, who killed Cade, but he was possessed at the time. Yes. And it would make sense for him to keep his helmet on because if anybody sees who he actually is, they'll probably want to kill him for killing Cade. Yeah, but it wasn't his fault. Personally, I'd want to kill him for killing Cade. Now, he was
0: kind of a jerk before he was possessed, if you remember Destiny 1. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. We need to bring Cade Seven in.
0: Cade Seven.
1: We need Cade Seven. Voiced there was obviously a Nathan Cade Fillion. one, two, three, four, five, and six, so we need a seven now. Not
0: necessarily. Destiny
1: needs to bring a seven in. I, I, I need my Cade fix. I,
0: I know a pastor, and his name is Seven, and there there weren't six other siblings before him.
1: But I need a new Cade. <laughs>
0: okay. I need a new. I could just go back and play Destiny One and have old Cade.
1: <gasps> but I've been playing some of the old thingies because I want to hear Cade again. Anyway, so Aldrin Sov is possibly who is going to be um, doing this like new light build up quickly. Um, but the law, just so you know, this is fact. The law states about Aldrin Sov that he is hiding out in the Cosmodrome with his ghost because he is now a guardian. He has been brought back. He is now living as a guardian, which means he would have no memories. Of what has passed, okay, which is maybe why he thinks his name now is Shawhan. Oh, all right. So there you go.
0: No, but, but they just they just released some of the exotics and another gameplay trailer. I don't think you've seen the new gameplay trailer. No. Uh, and, and it just looks so good. If, if you've been looking to get into Destiny, they've made so many good improvements. The, the community is great. The gameplay is really solid right now. And these new uh, subtree classes and actually new <gasps> new classes they're bringing in are really And it's, and it's really the cool Festival
1: looking. of the Lost at the moment, which is like their Halloween festival. And um, you get to go into the um, Forbidden Forest
0: dark forest haunted forest haunted
1: forest anyway which is quite good fun but the new sparrows they've got out i've got one of them which is a broomstick which is super fun but they've got an <laughs> iced broomstick with a cat sitting on the back and i'm so tempted to buy it
0: i know but you don't want to spend real money on a video do. game
1: see microtransactions is how they make all their money don't i you? know but it's bungee and I i'm know. like they've made me happy for the last like three years four years we've been playing so now and again i don't mind spending a bit of money at Bungie.
0: i've been playing longer than that i was just year two on i know Destiny one
1: and yeah. i bought you the ramen yes you did with money with actual money we so that you had the to. ramen yeah but you really wanted it i know i did and there was no other way you were going to get it so i know you i paid money. good money for it so i'm wondering if i should pay good money for the, the ice broomstick. Stick with the cat on the back because i really like that it's okay fun. right yeah, unless you've got game news or anything else, I'm going to do my top 10 list for the week.
0: Um, I'll just kind of rush through a couple really quick. Whoopi Goldberg is hinted at a uh, Sister Act 3.
1: That's Possibly awesome. coming.
0: Um, else? Well, Tyra Banks confirmed at a possible Coyote Ugly 2. So we could have two sequels. And then The Matrix 4 has been moved up a number of months. It was April 2022. Now it's moved to December 2021. Ooh. So but we don't have Keanu Day because for a while you were going to have Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 released on the same day. And now all this stuff is thrown no out of the chaos. No Keanu Day. No Keanu Day. Aww. I think we should like double Keanu Day still because we Keanu should. needs a day. And when we need to figure out what day that's going to be and we'll we'll make one. We will. Okay. We'll have a Keanu Day.
1: Okay. So uh, my list for the week
0: Okay. And then these So so explain to people what you've been doing.
1: Okay, so what I've been doing, while the lockdown's happening, people are getting bored because there's really no new TV shows really coming out at the moment apart from obviously this month, we've got some new shows coming out. But while we're um still in lockdown, still not having a cinema to go to, especially at the cinemas over here have just been shut down again. I've been researching some top 10 movies or TV shows that we can watch, stuff you can watch that you might not have seen before. Now, I do not use franchises. So things like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, I don't include any of those because most people will watch those. Most people have heard of those. Most people have gone, oh, actually, I know those things and I shall watch those. So I'm trying to find ones that you might not have either heard of or you've seen it and you've been like, huh, maybe, I don't know. And then I give you a kind of top 10 of different things. We've done 80s movies, 90s movies, disaster movies, all sorts of things. Quick
0: question. Why did you, with a British accent, decide to put on a different British accent when you're trying to be caution saying we've watched those things
1: i don't know did i
0: other people might not have picked up on it but you went you, you went know, kind I did of it. Posh,
1: British, why do we watch these
0: things and was, okay
1: so this this uh episode i'm doing the top 10 pretentious sci-fi are. movies
0: top 10 sci-fi movies in now a pretentious i'm not
1: including any star star wars star trek we, yep. um aliens or anything like that because they are all franchises all right okay so number one and I think every nerd should have seen this movie. Whether you like it or not, this is the progenitor of all of our of sci-fi movies. Okay. And that is Forbidden Planet. It was from 1956. It starred Leslie Nielsen of um, the Naked Gun series playing a serious role, which is actually quite funny because he plays such a comedy role and everything else I've ever seen him in. Um, but it's a brilliant um, movie. It's all about them going to a planet, which is Forbidden. And there is a monster of the id, which is, uh, it's very different. It's a big kind of like electric monster that it makes interesting noises. has this noises. outline
0: of like an electricity yeah. around it. And would you be surprised to know that I've seen that one actually?
1: I know you've seen it. From start to
0: finish actually. I know. It's an old movie too.
1: It is an old movie. I don't usually do that. But it's really good. <laughs> um, if you've not seen it, give it a watch. If you are a massive sci-fi fan and you haven't seen Forbidden Planet, I'd really, really recommend you to go. It- Obviously, it's an older movie, but it's really good. Uh, number two, The Fifth Element. This is probably one of my favorite like sci-fi movies ever.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you quote that more than anything. Oh, yeah. you, you do so much with The Fifth Element.
1: Yeah. it's. I mean, it's just pure entertaining joy. I mean, there's nothing you can say bad about it because it's just Full on color. Jean-Paul Gaultier did all the costumes for it. It's got Bruce Willis, Milia Djoevich, and a whole host of other well-known actors and actresses, including Ian Holm. Um, and it's basically about the fight between good and evil. You know, it's kid-friendly. There's a couple of sex references and a tiny little bit of bad language, but in actual essence, it's a pretty darn clean movie. Did and you need
0: Gary Oldman off your list of Gary Oldman's movie. obviously Come on. in it, and I love Iconic, Gary Oldman. Sorry. wonderful Gary Oldman.
1: Yes. And, and Mr. Is. 90210. He's in it for like three minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luke Perry. Oh my gosh. Uh, but anyway, that one is uh, Luke Besson. I think really there's very few movies that I've ever seen of his that are awful. And Fifth Element is one of my favorites. And Lee Lu is amazing. Yes, she is. And I do quote her a lot. Uh, number three, The Martian. Okay. Uh, One of the more recent ones. Super well Um, done. Yes.
0: Super, super well done.
1: Oh, so good. So good. Um, It's probably one of the only Mars-centric movies that has been done that's been actually really, really good. I did actually like Red Planet with Val Kilmer and Carrie Ann Moss. I thought that one was really good as well. This one so much better. Um, But this one was so much better. It's very realistically done. The writing for Andy Weir is good. Um, It's just an entertaining movie. I'd say that's probably around about... 12, 13 to watch.
0: And we determined that there are eight actors from Marvel movies in the Martian.
1: They are. Yeah. We figured this out the other day. It was quite funny. We just started with the winter and soldier. It has and Sean then. Bean. And it has Troy in it from community. Yeah.
0: Who was in Spider-Man.
1: Who was in Spider-Man. Yeah. There's lots of, lots and lots of people in there that are from Marvel movies, but it's a brilliant movie. Um, really good drama as well. Even if you've got like friends or parents who aren't into sci-fi, it's just a good movie. Yeah that has sci-fi elements. So it's, yeah, it's really good. I like it. Um, number four, Arrival. Yeah. This one is so interesting. I mean, I, it didn't make masses of money at the box office and it's very atmospheric, but it's something that just sticks with you. Um, the aliens in it are, um, I think they're called. They look like
0: octopus. They
1: look like big octopuses. (laughs) Um, and they're called Albert and Costello. Um, but it's Amy Adams and um, Hawkeye, yeah, Jeremy Renner. Um, just a really re- oh, that's Forrester Whitaker.
0: He oh, was oh yes. in there,
1: yeah. Sorry, I saw him in that. Um, I just really like this movie. It's it's weirdly fast and slow at the same time, which is to do with time travel anyway, in a sense. So um, very interesting. But it is just it's almost hauntingly with you and it doesn't leave you afterwards it really makes you think afterwards about it. you kind of
0: wonder how you felt about it when you leave the theater because i saw it in the theaters i'm like did i like that did i not like that and then i I always feel compelled to watch it again if it's on yeah which is interesting so is it don't expect a ton of action it's definitely a drama sci-fi and uh yeah you're not gonna get the explosions of an avengers movie or marvel movie but but it's really really good yeah. Really good.
1: Yeah. Uh, number five, going back to Luke Besson, because I just cannot leave this one off the list. Valerian, Valerian and the yeah. City of a Thousand Planets. He waited for years to do this until the CGI could catch up to where he wanted to be with it. It's again just another beautiful movie. It's just colour and joy. There's no, you know, there's no two ways about it. It didn't do great at the box office. And, and it was kind of panned critically.
0: It, it didn't get great reviews either. I don't so care. It's, it's, it's not, it's not going to be the best. There's not the best plot. There's not the best storyline. But but it is, if you just look at it for a visual. The story I, I, I still had fun list. with it, but just visually, it's a stunning, striking movie.
1: And it's entertaining. Yeah. And it's just clean. Just be
0: entertained. Yeah. It's
1: it's clean. There's nothing horrible in it. It's not frightening in any way, really. It's very much of a sort of like um, episode one, sort of Star Wars style, kind of like bright and gleamy and, and pretty sort of thing. And it's fun. So definitely worth a watch. Number six, I'm on the fence about this one. I think everybody should watch it, but I'm going to preface it with saying you must read the book. And that's Ready Player One. Yes. That, I like that was what more he blockbuster did, though. Unfortunately, with him, he complete I mean, the whole putting the shining in there is not in the book. It shouldn't have even been put in the movie. I mean, that movie, the kids were looking forward to it for ages, and it petrified my son with the bit with the zombie lady and the knives and the axe and the blood everywhere and everything else. It completely freaked him out. And it shouldn't have been like that because that's not what the book is. No, I'm not recommending and saying the book is family friendly necessarily, but it did not have that kind of structure within the book.
0: And they, they, they had to shorten things. I don't know why they chose The Shining, but for, for each of the keys that there was a challenge to complete, and then you had to go through a gate, which was like another activity you had to do, and then you'd get the key. So for, so there would all have been six in total things to these challenges to go through and they couldn't have all that in the movie. That would have been too much time. No, but
1: the first one is like in the book they go and beat a Serarak playing Joust. So a Aserarach is a Demi-Lich and they have to beat him playing an old school arcade game called Joust. And then when they go through the gate he basically becomes the main character in the movie War Games. Which is, yeah, it's great. Not do... So a basically yeah, he
0: has to know all, all that he has to know all of the, the lines and if he misses the lines you kind of fail and would we'll have to redo it later. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, a cool type of game to play, meaning Which we
1: understand. You cannot go through an entire movie, and in fact they use two movies because they don't only use uh war games, they also use Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So it's it's a really we get that, but why the shining? Because it I mean, in the book I'm pretty sure he didn't even really like horror movies.
0: Well, I think it was the director though he liked
1: what Stanley Kubrick.
0: Yeah. It, it was it was mentioned I think in the in the, the diaries oh, that, that okay. he was a big Kubrick fan and that's probably why they tied that one in. But but you're right it, they, they changed a lot now again not to detract from either they were, they were both really good standalone a movie yeah. and a book, but the book was just better. The book is much better, but still like she's saying this is the movie list, it's still a very very good movie.
1: Yeah. Um number 7 um I'm going to put this one out there because I I know it's one you go back to an awful lot. I've gone back to it several times. Again, it wasn't one that did brilliantly at the cinema, but I I actually really like this movie as passengers. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pratt and, um, J law Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Um, again just a really interesting movie michael sheen movie though michael sheen added
0: a lot to it yeah. he was a robot bartender um but it, it's one that just the movies that have the rewatchability, like that one i, I don't know what it is about it but I, I could put that on again about at any point and sit and still be entertained i mean chris pratt his, his role in that even though for the first half of the movie it's just him by himself with the the fake artificial life bartender michael sheen uh he does a great job of acting that role and pulling mm. you into what he's going through and uh of fun And his choice movie. on
1: whether he should wake somebody else up or not because he can't put himself back to sleep. The idea is is basically he's on a um colony vessel like a 120 year journey from the from earth to the new colony and for whatever reason his pod malfunctions and he gets woken up and he's on his own and there's still 90 years left on his journey. So he's basically going to die before, um, He gets there. But the problem is, is that all of the crew are kept behind this plate steel door for protection. And he can't open the door because he doesn't have the, um, the passcodes or anything else to let him through. So he starts off by kind of breaking into the really nice rooms and everything else and kind of living it up enjoying everything that's going on because he knows that look, I can spend as much money as I want because
0: I'm never going to be alive to
1: pay it off. Um, and then it's his point of, should I wake another person up? Because he gets really lonely. And then he finally wakes up uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character. Um, Don't get it's too a, much away. It's yeah. just really good. Yeah, It's seriously good. It's a bit of a love story in a sense. Um, it's also, it's got some action in it. It's, you know, it's kind of just.
0: I would have liked a little more on the plot. Yeah, just a bit, uh, just because the, there are things that happen at the end that they, they save the ship, things like that. You got to get to I'm not going to give too much away, but I would have liked more of a reason for him to be like the ship woke him up for a reason because he had the 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 skills necessary to save the ship. And, and that that didn't really end up panning no, out. But no, no um, uh, good.
1: Number eight, another box office flop that I think, unfortunately, should not have been. And that's John Carter. Disney put a lot of money into that movie and I really liked it. I like that movie. I've gone back to it multiple times. I
0: haven't been able to get through. I've tried watching it and I it's been really, okay. I really, really, really um, like that movie. Yeah, I think that's Disney's biggest box, box office loss ever was John Carter. Yeah.
1: Which I don't think it should have been because actually it's a really good movie. Um, it's based on the princess of Mars series. It's actually a series of books. Um, I really like it i just i mean it's about a guy who basically gets um transported to mars and because he's from earth he's able to he's like got super strength and he can jump an awful yeah, long like way superman because,
0: coming from krypton to yeah, earth. exactly yeah, he gets these
1: kind of powers and um he meets the alien creatures and everything else and he gets thrown in between this war between two factions and the aliens who are there on the planet and how they're dealing with it and everything but um it's a Disney movie. It's clean, it's fun. There's nothing horrible in it. Um it's kid-friendly, but it was so underrated and more and more people have now said, I actually really like that movie. It's actually got a bit of a cult following going You now. know,
0: D- Disney was planning on that being their next big world-building series. They were planning on making the books. They were they wanted yeah. to go through those and make like they wanted the next Harry Potter. They're trying to go, how can we make this next world but that people But the thing is is that, interestingly into-
1: enough now is it's got quite a large cult following going on. So people have now gone back and said, actually, it was a really good movie and I really enjoyed that. So it's well worth a watch. Um, number nine. I don't know whether you're going to be happy with me on this, putting this one in there, but it's Jupiter Ascending. No, oh, I enjoyed Jupiter okay. Ascending. I did I enjoy really that I really like this movie. Even though uh, Eddie, what's his, Redmayne, Red is in completely insane in this movie <laughs> and it's not Eddie Redmayne at all. I really really I mean Channing Tatum is not necessarily one of my favorite actors. I like the party plays in this. I love that Sean Bean's in it and I even like um what's her name from that 70 show?
0: Mia Mia Kunis?
1: Yes. Amelia okay. uh, Kunis, Kunis uh playing the lead of Jupiter. It's it's very kind of um very cartoony in places, but it's actually a fun movie. And again I'd say with older kids, say like 8, 10, 11, 12 sort of age, it's completely clear for them. Um, you know, there's a couple of little bits in it that might be sitting as scary as such, but it's actually quite a cool movie. It's fun. The visuals are beautiful again. And actually that was the Washer sisters who also did The Matrix made that movie. Okay, uh, Lily and I can't remember the other one's name. Do apologize, girls. Um, but though those two made The Matrix and they're... They made that one. I like it. Uh, Last of all, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Not a huge Tom Cruise fan myself, but... I love this movie. It's so good. I saw
0: it so many times in the theater, just because I took different people to go watch that one. I know. I think I saw it five times because I kept going with and different it's nice friends seeing and seeing it. Emily
1: Blunt doing action role because she really pulls it off. Oh, she does really good. Really, She's really amazing. Good.
0: And, and it's great to see Tom Cruise killed over and over and over again, oh, which yeah. is so much fun.
1: <laughs> we should just die. You should just die and reset. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, I really like this movie. It's it's just a brilliant like. If you take sci-fi and put it in a nutshell, it's got it. It's got time travel. It's got aliens. It's got, you know, the fighting and everything else. It's got, you know, a romantic interest, even though it's played down a lot and everything else. Um, it's it's just a good action movie that's got a really a good host of sci fi elements. Can
0: I add one that, that uh, I, I thought about this when I heard you say this? And so I tried to steer clear from anything that was really popular, even though this kind of had a, a popular push when it came out. But Ender's Game, which, which yeah. I, I think it was super underrated. It, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Asa Butterfield, Harrison Ford. um, Ben Kingsley, right, yeah. uh, in it as well. Uh, and you'll recognize a lot of the younger actors that are with yeah. uh, Asa Butterfield. You'll recognize them because they've done a Stainfield. lot of stuff. Yeah, is in that. Uh, a really fun one. And and the the guy that wrote the book that it's based on um, wrote this in, what, the 70s? Uh, Ender Scott Card. Yeah, a long time ago and predicted so much of the technology we have today. Yeah. When you actually go back and see the book and what he's writing about, he's writing about iPads and, and different things that, that we currently have in our, say, um, our time.
1: I'm not a big fan of the books. Um,
0: oh yeah the movies was way better They really, oh, yeah. the, the adaptation was yeah, much yeah. better
1: um, the books are quite long and drawn out but the actual movie is really entertaining it's a shame because um, they're not going to make any more of them and obviously it is a massive series um, uh, but Ender Ender is a really cool and, and very interesting character and um, seeing his development is brilliant. Yeah. It's a good oh, movie.
0: Ender is the name of the the kid in yeah. it. Yes, he's not.
1: Um, and my last like comedy version one is always going to be Galaxy Quest. I was
0: thinking that too. I was wondering. if I thought you had ten. Is that your your ten? That's
1: my that's my throw it in there on the comedy the okay. is um, because it's not. A, it is a sci-fi movie. It is basically a um, but it's a what's the word? No, <laughs> a, comedy? Um, no, a to... comify. No, no. When they when they take a movie and they spoof, it's, oh, okay. a spoof. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's basically a Star Trek, Star Wars spoof, basically. But it's got an amazing cast. It's family friendly. It's just a riot. I mean, I can put that one on any time and just still Alan laugh Rickman, about it. Alan Rickman, Tim
0: Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Justin Long—like, it's it's great.
1: And my favorite.
0: And your favorite? Oh yeah, whatever her name is.
1: No. Oh yes. Yeah, well, Millie, Missy Pyle is Missy in Pyle, it. Missy Pyle. Missy Pyle. But I was thinking of Dancing Man. From Mister Right with the nose, Dancing Man Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah, yeah. Sam Rockwell, <laughs> Dancing Man, and he man. even dances because yes, he always dances yes. in, in all of Mr. his right. roles. Wow, well, yes, he does. He did it in. He does, he does it in Charlie's Angels. He, he does. does dance in Mister Right a lot he, he because dances. he's the dancing he, he killer. Dances, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: right. I love Sam Rockwell. <laughs> but yes uh, that's my honorable mention so if you haven't got anything to watch and you're looking for something to watch just remember there is a big list there check our other episodes if you want some other movies to watch uh, next episode I'm looking at doing um, TV series with a sci-fi theme series is, series so
0: is, is the actual word? is it series isn't series, series plural
1: seasons I don't know but anyway there's 10 I'm gonna seasons, be doing ten
0: series oh, whatever series. I'm
1: gonna be doing a sci-fi Sire. series Um is. show okay <laughs> episode list so top 10 um, sci-fi series if there's a series uh, or a, a list that you would like to be done if there's something that you're more into that you would like to see happen then just drop us a message at the geek ug on facebook instagram and twitter That's and right. we add will happily add one in for you
0: two bucks and our
1: might even do a games one soon
0: that would be good like
1: board games and video games i might even have you do one of those Ooh.
0: I don't think I can do that. It's too much work.
1: Okay. Lazy. Sometimes. Very lazy.
0: most of the time. (laughs) Working hard or hardly working.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think that's all. I think we've got no more time left because we've probably gone over our time as it is. We've gone well over our time. I blame you, Pikachu. Yes, it's my fault. Always my fault.
0: Uh, Well, you talk a lot. I do. Don't get a word in edgewise.
1: I was excited. (sighs) We're done. We're done. All right. Well,
0: I, I don't know. Maybe you're, you're disappointed. Hopefully you're disappointed. Uh, I'll be back with you in a couple weeks. Every two weeks. I think we're hitting that at yep. least now. Um, for episode 60. Woo. Is that a big number?
1: 60? Yeah. Okay. That's good. When most get podcasts to... have gone by now.
0: Yeah. Most <laughs> pa- podcasts, the average life of a podcast I read was less than eight, like seven or eight episodes is the average life of a podcast.
1: Sad, isn't it? So
0: we are about eight times that. The average lifespan of a seven, eight times that uh, of a podcast. I'm happy with that. Yeah, we're doing good. We're still going, going strong, and hopefully, I you know what? it's geeky stuff, and we love this, so we're going to keep doing it because we want to be here for you. I and mean, we want to just share again, uh, touch on anything mental health we can help you with, any resource we can give you. We're going to try to always be, be just championing the the idea that that you can you can you can thrive in this life from from a state of struggling to thriving, and we want you to know that. So that's, we're always going to push on bringing you some of the lighter side of the industry, just the amazing stuff that's happening, and just focusing on being the best you because you were created for a purpose, and that purpose is, is not not to just suffer every single day. Um, so so yeah, don't forget to be awesome, guys, you because you are.
1: And don't forget to be unique. You know what? You are created to be the person you are. You are unique. You're your own person. And as Mr. Uh, uh, Oscar Wilde said, don't try to be everybody, anybody else because they're already taken. There you go. So be yourself. Be a peacock in a field of penguins. Don't be a penguin. Penguins are evil. Anyway...
0: The Geek Underground will return next week, but until then, don't forget to be awesome.